So here we are, Dexter, LITC podcast episode. What episode are we, D? Episode five. Episode five. So yeah, so it's a pleasure. Obviously, we were talking earlier. Yeah. The way we do things at our podcast, the way we like to do things, we start with a piece of art. And this is the art that we've got here. Oh, so right. you know what? So literally, obviously, art's subjective. So we just want to know what does that say to you when you look at that? What vibe do you get from that? There's something powerful about it. I think it might be the colours. Um, I'm seeing a lot of eyes. Well, not a lot of eyes, but I'm seeing some eyes. It's saying something to me. I'm not exactly sure what. I'll say it's in between positive and negative, to be honest, what it's feeding me. Or or a balance in between positive and negative. Balance. Mm. I'm only saying all this stuff because I've learned to look at things different. Yeah. You know? When I was younger, I would have said, I'm some black thing with a cat and a man in the skirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. but as you get older, I even use examples of things like this when I say, What do you see? Mm. And then I say, How do you turn it into a business? So now looking at stuff, I look at it a lot different and I feel like um I think it's more giving me that exact feeling I just said, in between balance, in between positive and negative, in between man and am and animal, in between yeah. plus and negative. Nice, give nice. me a balanced feeling. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. You know what? It's funny because I've been doing this and I ask the questions and I might see something at the first time I see it and then I hear what you say <laughs> and then it changes my perception of it because now I'm like, oh, just eyes everywhere, just yeah. something watching me. There's an eye there, there's an yeah. eye there, there's an eye there. Yeah. Even when I'm looking at that arrow thing, I feel like there's another yeah, eye in there. Yeah. So then, and, it, and then it started making me think about the times we're in now, like yeah. there's eyes everywhere, watching, there's cameras everywhere, my phone, laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. So that's yeah, that's the way we're trying like. to find the balance between plus and negative and positive. Exactly and, that. Yeah. Exactly that. Exactly that. Oh. Yeah. Who's so the yeah. Artist? I just started getting into it. His name's Ajani. Ajani He's an yeah. artist. Um, we've done some projects with him, but that's some amazing stuff. So we'll put a little link in um in in yeah, the show man, anyway. Up, so you can have a look. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, it's about you, it's not about Ajani. We're yeah. here to know a little bit more about you and your journey. So we like to go back from the beginning, where it all started, siblings, family, where you grew up, or not, so if you all can right. shoot. Well, I started off by um, saying I'm Kennerton born, um, born and raised in Kennerton. Um, spent a lot of my teenage years growing up in Brixton. Mm. Um, I had a harsh background, like many of us in the black culture community, but my one was a little bit different. Um, Without going into too much depth or depth, I had parents that went through A-class drugs for 27 years of my life. Drink. Do you have siblings? I have a younger brother who's now 22. So I went through all of that by myself. Yeah. So, you know, by the time my brother was born, by the time he was up to five, Everyone on eight of one, everyone was clean. Yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you never yeah, know yeah, how I live. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've grown up in a house where I've asked my father is, is a house worth a million pounds because I'm seeing non-stop renovating, you know, a garden looks like Buckingham Palace Garden art. When we had pine, when pine floors came out, not laminated floors, this pine, is the level yeah. of like life. Pine flooring wasn't existing in the black community. It was a rich thing. We had pine walls. So mm. when I'm saying, that our thing's mad, it's yeah, worth a million. Yeah. You get me? He's saying, yeah. oh, millions, a lot of money and rare, rare. Okay, cool. 
But then I've also grown up and asked my dad, are we going to die? Because I haven't eaten for three days, dad, and there's cockroaches coming out of the box and covered mm. and electric candles. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've got to sure help. Where your family from? Are they like in, born in Britain? Born in Britain, England. Yeah. Um, obviously Caribbean, not obviously, but Caribbean um, heritage. Um, a lot of people don't get stages in life. Mm. When you understand when internet landed, mm. it's the exact same feeling of when crack cocaine landed. Mm. It landed mm. and it changed life. Mm -hmm. I was in that. Do you know mm. what I mean? I lived in over 21 houses. Yeah, so it's what? easy for me to say, yeah, I've had over 20 cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the glitz and glamour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've lived in over 21 houses. And what, what, so from what age was that? Like, when you say, like, so, like, going back from when you were young, a toddler and that. Toddler. From, from I've been toddler. On the run from a gangster, you know? Yeah. When, when, can you take yourself back into those times? Can you remember, like, certain I things? I remember so much. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it bubbles my heart because I feel like I don't get to speak about this, these situations. Yeah. Everyone sees me as who I am now. Everyone yeah. sees Dexter Sims. I've taken Everyone so see the journey, long yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to be yeah, Dexter yeah, yeah, Sims. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I used a lot of auto egos growing up mm -hmm. to hide behind before I was comfortable with being just myself. Do you know what I mean? So Expand on that a bit more. When you say all egos, um, so like I, I take that as you've had different characters that you've had to portray. Is that because of the situations that you were it in? It is. It is. It's because, for instance, let me give you some of the quick scenarios. So 90% of my family has been to prison. I haven't been to prison, touch wood. And it's like, when everyone's doing left, I went right. Mm -hmm. That alone was hard. That being, that making that decision, when all your cousins and all your people's doing right and you're going left, mm -hmm. that was hard. Or knowing that, your parents, you know, it, it might seem funny because I grew up with both my parents. But then people say that's a, a, a plus, which it definitely is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in my environment, there's things I haven't ever spoken about. The all egos that I've grown up with is pretending to like badness. And I don't like badness. Yeah. Pretending... Yeah to do stuff because you can do it, but I don't actually want to do it. But I know it, it's easier to do it than to not do it because I'm always the person who don't want to do it. I'm always the person who's going to go and do different. Mm. And sometimes being a young age, being that singled out person actually causes you more grief. Do you mm. know what I mean? So even growing up, I had a little ego, big bad blue. I don't know where it came from. I got a nickname Blue from young. I had a dog named Blue. Yeah. You know. But Big Bad Blue came from wanting to do mixtapes. But I remember when I first started doing mixtapes, I, I was named DJ Blue because I took my name from DJ Clue. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of people yeah. don't know that. Yeah, I grew up on Khaled. I grew up on DJ yeah, Clue and yeah. Case Lay and that. So I remember calling myself DJ Blue. And then having to learn that you put these two letters before your name called DJ, people think you're yeah, a DJ. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm not a DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So I started calling myself Mixtape Master Blue. But then I'm still on the road doing bad stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I was one of the biggest weed sellers in the whole of Britain. So. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You're going, you're going fast. You're going <laughs> fast. You're going fast. So, like, growing up, like, so, what school? How was you at school? All of that? I went to Archbishop Tennyson. It's an all-boys school. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. And going to all-boys school, straight away, testosterone. Straight mm. away, reputation. Mm. Straight away, you've got to stand for something. Do you know what I mean? But then I've come from this background where... I got a pocket full of Parker pens. Yeah, Certain people yeah, didn't even yeah, see yeah, Parker pens. Yeah, I'm yeah, coming to school, yeah, yeah. school with clubs. Yeah. Certain man didn't even got normal shoes. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I could. I'm the, like one of the leaders of these circles and stuff. So you was quite popular. Because yeah, obviously, popular. when you have things when and you, you have nice things, things, things people gravitate to you, gravitate especially to. from where we're from. Because yeah. it's like, oh, he's got so and so. So you want that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, but my man's got that. Nah. So, so you like, kind of gravitate yeah, towards yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Okay. But another thing what made people gravitate towards me, I never forget it, because it's something that I want to put out there is big and serious to any single person who ever feels like they've got to get bullied, is getting bullied was bullied, anything, is you got to stand up for yourself. Mm. Even if it means you get knocked out. Mm. Listen carefully. This is where some of my kahunas grew because I used to have dreads yeah. and I'll never forget. In year seven, they used to make jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah dusty yeah. dread. You know how school is. Yeah, yeah, That's the best. I used to be one of them guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be a good cussing yeah, in the end. Do you yeah, get me? Yeah. But you know, I remember feeling like, raw, these two youths are proper taking me. Like all the time and that. Yeah. Until one day, I just said, right, now tell you what, what's man saying? Yeah. You, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I understood that. What's man want? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man just come outside if man's got something to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it changed the whole game. It was like, whoa, 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 why are you acting like that? Why, why am I not going to fight in that time? No, Long and short, them two there became my best friends. Yeah. One of them, I had to protect from getting bullied the rest of his school years. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you just standing up for yourself. Me just standing up for myself, changing the direction. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. for one, I was confident that I could fight, and I was confident in myself. But you're in a new school, and you come from primary school. I was also a clever guy. So I was in top classes, because a lot of people didn't know I grew up in two different lifestyles. And this is, I think this has been my chalk and cheese all my life. When I now look back at it, mm. when I now talk about it lots more, I realise I've always got both sides of the spectrum. Mm. So I went to Vauxhall Primary School, which is, I would say, a bad breed school. Okay. But then I went to a school over the waters, which is Millbank Primary School. Okay, which I know. Is a yeah, 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 so yeah. I had education. Yeah. So by the time I got to Tennyson's, I was educated. So mm. I was in the top classes. But then having to stick up for yourself, Having to deal with the lifestyle that you're living in at home, I instantly became a figure. It wasn't the rude boy figure. It was just a figure. Do you know? I knew some rude boys who was in it, some 28s who was in the school. I know of you. I know my man was my cousin. But I never, ever wanted to go underneath no cousin reputation. So I kept it stum. You know, I just know that you know my cousin. I'm not, okay, cool. But in my years, I'm just doing my thing until I stood up for myself. And then I started forming my own circles. Mm. Reason why I said it's good to bring up that situation is because <laughs> I learned a couple of things. One, I learned about trust. Trust is the most, just the most horriblest thing in the world because no matter how much you think you can trust, sometimes you just can't. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's a harsh yeah. thing to say. Yeah. You yeah. know, you... you, you you can just about trust your child. 
trusted parents. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of trust. You know, I've grown up where I've gone into a room and I've got a hundred, like, okay, let me be exact. I had 82 presents. Mm. I haven't even seen 82 presents yeah. in billions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had 82 presents in one Christmas. Yeah. But I've also gone into my room and I thought, wow, where's the stuff? Mm. Oh, where's my mega drive? Where's my telly? Wow, my, my dad sold all my stuff. Wow, mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I trust my dad though. Wow, but he just smoked all my shit. But it's, I think we've trust, like, my mum always says about she's got, like, siblings, brothers, sisters, and there's quite a few of them. But she always goes into, they all have their different qualities. Mm. So I might be able to say, you know what, Dex? Me and Dex are cool. I can trust that guy with money. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can trust him with money. Mm. But if it comes to us getting into a scrap, I can't trust him. He's going to duck true. out. It's true. There's a good so trust, it, And that's maybe what I've learned yeah, throughout yeah. the year. There's what can I trust with yeah. what? Yeah. Trusting people with my heart. Yeah. It's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't trust many with my heart yeah. because yeah. people just stamp all over it. Trusting people with money. I trust everyone. Why? Because I feel like if you're going to take my money, you're going to blow your opportunity to earn more money with me mm-hmm. in the future. And I can always get that money back. Mm-hmm. You just broke your, you just let yourself yeah. down. You know what I mean? But going back to the trust thing, it was a couple bits. One, trusting in the teacher that he had my back. Told him a bit of information. Donnie snaked me, got into the meeting with the headmaster. Headmaster said, yeah, I think, you know, Dexter might be on his last legs to go out to Clem school. And the teacher turned around and said, yeah, I think so too. And I thought, wow, well, I did. I thought he was on my side. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that trust there got hurt. Also, jumping in a fight, you're fighting someone. I've jumped in. I've knocked out the you for you. But then obviously police got involved because his jaw's broken. You've told the police that I done it. Mm. I'm thinking, rah, this trust yeah, yeah, man, yeah. bro, they yeah. get me. So I learned a lot of things about trusting. Then also leaving that school and going to Stockholm Park, there's a flip side, something happened there. It's one, going from a boys' school to a mixed school, it was like, rah, dude. Why did you leave? Jones. Why did you leave Tennyson's? Over, a, over that same incident That's of knocking out the boy. But imagine this, so... Did they expel so you? I, you didn't, I didn't knock out the boy, yeah? That was on the camera, yeah. didn't do it, yeah? yeah? But what happened was, they said I was in the vicinity of it happening. And in their little rules, I wasn't allowed in no vicinity of no fights. By then, I had that reputation. Yeah. I wasn't allowed in 100 metres of no fights. Mm. So really, the grassing was, Dexter was at the fight. But realistically, when we've gone down to solicitors, this is more learning, they had no grounds to expel me because I didn't do nothing. Mm. But they they scared me and my mother by saying, excuse me, if you don't leave, we're going to yeah. expel you. That's what they used that's to do illegal. back in the day, innit? Yeah, 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 and that's illegal. They yeah. cannot do that, which we felt, well, we don't want expelled on our record. Yeah, of course. Let's leave. So I left. Went to Stockholm Park. Then again, I said, wow, there's girls. So there was one thing that you said, sorry to cut you, you said about you were living two lives, like your home life and the life that maybe you portrayed when you was out there. Mm -hmm. Looking back on that, how was that? Like, was it something that you, did you let people know? I didn't, and I don't want that even like talking about, you know why? I'm too emotional. As a big man right now, dog, I can cry right now. Mm. Because man don't know what I went through. Mm. And every day I came out, you didn't know where I've just come from. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it might be jokes to people, and I joke about it, but it hurts, dog. Mm. You know, just simple things like, well, your dad was selling me your games. It's funny. Mm. It's not it's not it's funny, not funny dog. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny when you're the person it's going not for funny, it. Dog. But did yeah. you did you at that time because 
it's, a, it's something that I understand in terms of, I remember when I was doing some teaching at a school and I was looking at a lot of the, the teachers don't really have an understanding of where some of these are come, where some yeah. of the kids are coming from. So, and what I say by that, if you're <clears throat> you're at home and your mum's taking food, she's on food, she's got man coming in and out of the house because she needs to make money. Mm-hmm. Some kids are from single parent families. These are, that's their reality. And then they get they're late to get to school because they've just had to take their little brother mm-hmm. to the school. Up the road. To school. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're late to school, and then you've got a teacher that's on you, but you don't know where that kid's just gone through. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff the trauma is going through at home, like at the time. So, I'm saying, do you feel like you had anyone when you was going through certain things? Do you feel like you had anyone to speak to or anyone that you could, I don't know, have I've a? I got one person, and she's always been there for me, and she always is, and she still is now. She knows who she is. Everyone knows who she is. My aunt Tracy. My aunt's been there for me since I've been a kid, since I've been a teenager since I've been an adult. I said a joke the other day. I said, my aunt is the only person on this whole earth who's actually met every single one of my girls. Mm. Every single one. Yeah, you know like what that. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my aunt's such a special woman to me. I remember growing up thinking, how come every time she moves, she makes sure there's a bedroom for me? Mm. Like, that shit's special. Though. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, that's special. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, I'm not a child. She mm. has children. She won't get a house unless there's another room for me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it happened up until many years, yeah. like until I was old. Yeah. So, yeah, the, 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 I wouldn't say the front, but the strength that I had to show going out every day, it came from me switching my mentality. And this is why I am the way I am today. So this is the gem here. Mm. I had to switch on my friends, my family, my cousins, everyone, and make them understand this. All the jokes, fun inside, fun and fun jokes aside. You can cuss my parents, you can cuss my cousins, you can cuss this cousin. Can you cuss me? Mm. No, that's it. Mm. Like, can, what are you on? Yeah. And what am I on? Mm. What do you look like? What mm. do I look like? How much money you got in your pocket? Yeah. How much money I got in my pocket? Yeah. What are you doing in life? What am I doing in life? Don't chat to me then. Mm. That's it. Straight. And I've got to where I am today with that attitude. Yeah. You can't judge me from how my parents are yeah. or how my brother is or how my cousins are. He said it when we just walked in the room. Mm. You have to be good hearted because when you go to places and meet people, you don't know where you know them from and mm. it could be a problem. Yeah. I can vouch for myself. Yeah. So that's the same thing that I'm going to walk in now. Don't judge me because my cousin robbed you. Mm. That's the same thing that was happening in school. Yeah. My little cousins yeah. used to rob people in my class. Yeah. That's not my business. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, when you see me, how do yeah. I deal with you? Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. come to me now and yeah. talk to me, and I talk to you next yeah. week. My cousin robbed you. You got a problem with my cousin. But it's that though, isn't it? Like obviously on the road, it's guilty by association. Guilty by association. If, I, if I can't get to him, you're his family. So if I get to you, I'm getting to him, but so, then you so might come unstuck. This is where it's your yeah. own fault. Yeah. yeah. And this is me talking the thing. This is your own fault, your own problem. Why? Because how did I just tell you I had to change? I had to change and make people think it's me, personally me. Why is it so important to me? Because of what you just said, guilty by association. Mm. Fam, everyone could have said I was PDZ because I was one of the actually originators and starters of PDC. Mm. I made it very clear. This is PDC, I'm Big Bad Blue. Mm. Simple. Mm. I'm with you all the time, I help you, I do a lot, I'll give you all free studio time, everything. But I'm Big Bad Blue. Mm. Simple. My cousins and that, this is old trade. This is Big Bad Blue, this is in the streets. Everything I'm involved in, 
I'm a part of, I'm around, I'm in. But what's my name? Ooh. Keep my thing separate, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't mix it. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I've been the way I've been throughout my whole of my adult life now. Yeah. I can go any area. I can speak to anybody. I can do anything I want because I've always made it apparent, brother, don't judge me from other people's stuff. I'm not mm. on it. Mm. I'm not on it. Judge me for what I've done. That's yeah, it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so go on. So you're saying you went Stockwell Park. So there was that change. So you went from Tennyson's Stockwell, Stockwell Park. Park life stage. changed. You realised, rah, there's girls. You yeah. realize, raw, you can just walk out of class. You realize, raw, you can wear trainers. This is mad. Yeah. Then I realized the biggest thing in life again. Life is what you make it. Mm. It doesn't matter where you are, where you go, who you're around. It's up to you. Mm. I went to a great school and I could have got GCSEs, but I ended up leaving. Now I'm going to this shitty ghetto school where you don't have to do nothing. And what was that like, though? What was that change like? Obviously, you've told me that you've moved into so many different addresses. Was it Waterford Ducks back? Was it like just navigated to that easily? Or what was it like when you actually went from there to, to there? To that school, to that school was easy to me yeah. because it wasn't that much of a change. Yeah. Like I said, it was the change was all negative. Yeah. But the negative highlighted made me see greatness. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. It was just a reverse to me. Is that something you're saying... Now, in hindsight, yeah. or is it something at the time? Could you see that at the time? No, 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 see at the time. Yeah. yeah. So at that time, what was it like? What was the journey at the like time, at that time? It was just normal, innit? I'm, I'm, I'm blue, innit? Yeah. I knock people out. So, yeah, so you started Stockholm getting into Park, it. Man know about yeah. me. I'm already the main person in this school. Then my right-hand man left the school. He got himself expelled yeah. so he could come to Stockholm Park. Yeah. Or he left and he came with me. Yeah, yeah. So both of us ended up in Stockholm Park. Oh, so you're getting into it. You're having fights. That yeah. normal. Okay, we're okay. in a talk of Stockholm Park. We don't even have to fight anymore because yeah. throughout Tennyson years in year nine, year ten, we made num- we made year tens and year elevens and six formers know what yeah. time it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. by the time I was in year ten and I left from in Stockholm Park, I had a reputation, yeah. you know. The reputation's so funny. Let me tell you how the reputation works. It's simple, isn't it? It's, just, it's silly, but it's just, it's just whatever it is. I live in Kenan. <laughs> I live in Kenan. My school's in Oval. Even my other school's on Brixton mm, Road. Yeah. How the hell after school do I end up in Brixton? Mm, mm, That's where the yeah. shit's happening, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where if you're somebody, you end up outside school, isn't it? Mm. And then when I know who the olders, I'm cool, bruh. I, I can vouch for me. Like, even down to my crew and that. Some people in my crew get robbed and that. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. Because man walks past me yeah. and walks past this don. And then you go and rob him. But now we have to do things because he's with us. They get it. But yeah. we're just saying, brother, do something. Yeah. Because I'm not saying I can't get robbed. I'm just saying, brother, I just kind of have learned how to stick up for myself or just learn just to. Like you just can't take mine, innit? Like, I'm not on that. Mm. It's not fair. You get me? That's why I don't rob. Mm. Same thing. I've never been a robber. Can't rob people, bruv. That's mm. how I've ordered, bruv. It's yeah. how I've ordered. And mm. you deserve what comes back to you when you rob people, bruv. I'll be mm. honest. So, yeah, the transition of being there, it was just normal. Just normal. Mm. Not rude boy stuff, but normal. Yeah. Men, young men, testosterone stuff. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I can say, I did figure it out then. Why? Because I got GCSEs. So I knew I figured it out then. Mm. I knew that it doesn't mean because I go to Stockwell Park and I wear tracksuits and trainers now and there's girls around, I'm not going to learn. 
Stoker Park's known for not learning. That's because people say that. Mm. I'm going to show you you can learn. Yeah. So I got GCSEs okay. from Stoker Park. Yeah. Just for me, you know, right? My thing's set different. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing that can hold me. Yeah. And that's why the way I am now as a grown man mm. with the walls that I've won, with the business that I have, I'm so confident because it's me. Nothing mm. was given. Yeah. So you I have to fight for everything. Yeah, so yeah. I can't be swindled out of it. I can't be caught out. So would you say, like, if you... Because I don't know, when you're talking, one of the words that comes to mind is resilience. Oh, so would you say, like, stuff. because People of your... Up, the environment and yeah, what you're growing you up around is made you. you. Mm-hmm. Not on that. You make peer pressure get to you. Not on that. I'm not saying everyone can be this strong. Yeah. But maybe, and it's not maybe, it definitely is, it's the harsh reality of where I grew up. I've seen bottom, like the rock bottom. So to me, nothing was going on now is harsh. Mm. So if you, so you've, all right, so you've got your GCSEs, where'd you go from there? What happens so next? GCSEs, <laughs> this journey's great. You know what, I've never spoken about it. I got GCSEs, uh, I was leaving school, had our little crew, no lots of orders, no lots of road stuff's happening. What, you know what, for our viewers that maybe don't know, can we get different viewers? Yeah. For our viewers that don't know, what was the climate like at that time? Like, if you were to explain, because you were talking about crack, and a lot of people don't even know, like, That's what I'm they'll saying, be like, bro. what was the climate like? Because I always say... The climate's the exact same what I just said before. Yeah. All the cameras yeah. Were... When internet hit, what happened in your life? Mm. Did everyone's whole life change? The world changed. Mm. I don't know, there's a saying like, I think it's Shakespeare, yeah? yeah. Money's a necessary evil and every bit is evil, so it is necessary. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, sorry, because that took me when you were saying that. <laughs> but cool. yeah, so, um, yeah, so you were saying the reality, the climate at that yeah, time. The climate at that time, like when crack hit, it's, it's, it's something new. Like, people don't know how they're acting now with social media. Mm. They don't know. They don't know they're yeah. addicted. Yeah. They don't know it's changing the way you think, the way yeah. you do things every day. It's only 10 years' time you've got to look back and think, right, mm. how I used to act every day. I can't even stop looking at my phone. Yeah. Mm. Same thing with crack, you know, crack, heroin, all these things hit, and it's like, there's levels of damage. Mm. There's, there's people who's taking it, there's people who's selling it, there's people who's stuck treating the people who's taking it, there's people who's stuck trying to stop the people from selling it. There's people, the crime rate's gone up because of, the the, the violence has gone up because of, it's just, it, it changed yeah, yeah, a lot. Because, yeah. you know, having crack, the profits you make of it, you can become like a millionaire looking like, look-alike. Mm-hmm. So straight away you become a target to the hungry people. Mm-hmm. So that's another problem. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's the police problems. Then there's burglaries. Then there's, there's, there's all stuff. And then there's the little kid like me who gets his flipping stuff sold. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. I just know, like, the word resilience is a serious word. Yeah. And it's made me the man I am. Maybe I'm, that's why I, I get angry, bro. I get angry now when people have any kind of stupid comments about, about anything I say or anything I do because I really want to tell you, don't You don't know me, where I've come bro. from. Like, <laughs> I've, had to me. I've had to go yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, you just don't here, know me. Do you know what I mean? So when I think the respect the different roles you've stuff, had to play. Yeah, fam, the different yeah. roles and stuff. Even when me, like, I started counselling, fam. Mm. And to me, it was a big step to me because 
Even my aunt said, "Right, you want to use everything as therapy. That's why I cry a lot. They get yeah. it. Because as soon as I get to open up, yeah, 100%. Get to let out my thing, yeah, you get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. Because it also makes me reminisce to where I've actually come from. There's no mm-hmm. joke. It's mm-hmm. where I've really come from. So that's like counseling. And my counselor used to say to me, well, hey, you didn't get to be a kid. Like, you're traumatized. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to be a kid. You had to be an adult from early. I don't really look at it like that. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? When we playing computer, my, my bedroom door's getting kicked off. Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> you know, all right, let me give you a straight one now. We want real gems. Right now, fam, if something bangs, you'll see me jump. I'm mm. not on it, man. Yeah. My door got kicked off twice a week for the last five, six, seven years straight in my life. So you see just the hair and boom, 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 boom. It's like, trauma, brother, isn't it? it's the trauma, isn't loud it? things dropping. Yeah, man. it's the trauma. <laughs> like, annoying, it's yeah, the 100%. So, you know, the, 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 the lifestyle those days, it was um, unbearable for some children to be in that toxic environment. Mm-hmm. I was just one of the lucky ones to be able to use those, that pain as strength. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me go on and be the character I was in Tennyson, the character I was in Stockholm Park, the character I was when I was out in the Shubins, the character mm-hmm. I was when I went chilling, when I was in chilling, when I was in all the juice, juice under 21 raves, mm-hmm. when I was out on the road being a top shutter, when I was, you know, all these things. But bro, yeah. my thing's calculated. So that's what I wanted to ask, because you were saying that obviously and you can see the pain when you're talking about some of the things you went through in the past. So you've left now, you're leaving school and whatnot, like you were talking about the climate. So what goes on from there? So you leave school. Would you, you leave school, you do exactly what you know. What do you know? Mm. You know what you see. This is where people get me mad. You're not, you're not listening to, to the environment. You're not seeing what reality is. Mm. How do you, like someone said the other day, someone on the podcast said, why is it all our children want to be footballers or drug dealers and where, where? I said, because they need to see um, living role models. No, he said, and I always, he said, he said, and I always say this, why don't kids want to be an astronaut? I said, brother, because they've never seen an astronaut. Yeah. You don't know an yeah. astronaut. Yeah. And they physically don't know anyone that thinks it's possible to become yeah. an astronaut. Then he thought it was clever to Google the black girl who's an astronaut. No. Nah. I said, bro, I had this conversation. I had this, com- I had this conversation on the last, um, a friend of mine, we had this conversation, I think I mentioned it on a, one of our podcasts, what you can't see, you can't be. Can't. So like, it's not a coincidence, you go to school, you're, in, you're at school, even at school, your teachers are not the same as you. No. The schools we went through were predominantly ethnic minorities, yeah. right? But your teachers aren't that. Nope. Do you get it? So but why am I then going to be a teacher? Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and it's, what I do see is an authority figure. Yeah. And you look like the police. Yeah. Those teachers look like the police. You yes. look like the people that told me off. Yeah. Do you get it? So that I don't even want to be I anywhere near that. Be nothing around yeah, 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 100%. That, that set up, that 100%, system. You're yeah. all part of it. Cool, yeah, yeah. Police, school, yeah. doctors, doctors everything. And they all look the same. Do like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I definitely... You can't be what you can't see. That's, yeah. And my dad made sure that, listen, that whole cliche thing of I done all the badness you don't need to do that was serious mm. anything the reason why I get envy is because certain of my cousins my family my brethren people strangers they don't they take more risks than me mm. but you don't have more than me mm. you rob people you rob banks 
You do crazy stuff. I just about either sell weed or I just ask my dad for it. Mm. And I get it. Mm. So it's like, even when we go into teenagers, we go into the rave and you lot are buying six bottles. I buy two. It's cool. You lot are buying two pairs of rare. I buy a pair of chicks. Road has green lights. Road's not stupid. When the guy's walking with a briefcase, they won't rob him. Mm. When the guy's walking with a hoodie, they'll move to him. Mm. That's a street thing. So once I realised that, I realised, ah, man's cowards, bruv. Man only does this much stuff. I want to do this much stuff because I've mastered that. You see what I'm saying? And what, like, for you, to, when you started thinking like that, at what age was that? What was I the, can give you the actual transition. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was about 20 years old and I've gone through how many cars? I don't know. Loads of cars. First car's XR2. C Reg, then another XR2 E Reg, then XR2i, then a Golf, no, then a 306, Peugeot 306, 7 inch rims. That's my most famous car where everyone knew me for. Blacked out, fully tinted, for 17 inch rims on a 1.4 306. <laughs> <laughs> Peugeot, man. Yeah. They get me? Yeah. And a uh, big shotter and all that. And then I realized, hold on. Nah, dog. I want to do better than my dad. I want to do better than what I see. I don't know how. But I want to do it, isn't it. I can give you two transitions that happened. One, million would know some of it in terms of when we started music. I was at Logic's house, my friend Declan, and he was on this thing called Nuendo. I always tell this story because it's very vivid in my head. And he's got bare songs, you know, where he's got a microphone and he's rapping in it. Are you rapping? Are you all right? Hey, man. Play some songs. Get me. Say, right, well, let me put a CD together and that, and I'll talk over it. This is exactly how I said it. Mm-hmm. I'll just talk over it. You get me? Like DJ Clue, innit? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that soon. So I said, no, 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 let's do one now, innit? Well, so that's how it kind of started, innit? I said, yeah, I'll put a compilation together of his thing, rapped over and spoke over it. Then I asked him, can he put that program on my laptop? Because my brain just works fast. I don't know, it just, my, my common sense level is high. You get me? So I'm thinking, you got this program on your computer. That program's a program. It can be moved. It must can go on this laptop, then I can move with it. Mm-hmm. That's when I started going on the road. That was one side of things. But the other side of the thing was, I got given a book. And I think it's weird. It's, it sounds cliche, but this happened. But I got given Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was 20 years old. So when everyone's talking about it now, I'd be open and I'm going to tell everyone straight, be careful when you say to me, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, because I'm going to ask you, so how come you live the way you live? Mm. Because if you read the book, your mindset changes. Well, it should do. And you should see things a little bit different. Mm. So what the book done for me is made me understand. But you know what? Sorry to cut you. You just said something like, how did it change you? You should see certain things different. You sat with some of the young people that I work with. I think timing is an important thing. Do you get what I'm saying? It depends on what time you're at in life before certain things affect you. Do you get what I'm saying? You've been through so many things. <laughs> so at that point, that might have been a time for you to it affect you. Like, Because I know for myself, there's certain things you might say to me today, and I think, wow, Dex was on point with that. That makes sense. But I don't implement it. Yeah. And it's only seven years down the line. When you implement it, you think, well, I understand oh, I what you're saying. Or like, you know, like you might even hear a music, you might hear a song. Like yeah. this happened to me, like you've heard a song. And it's only when 
You never really understood those words. No. That heartbreak. 100%. It's only when you're not, you've and split up with your missus and you're like, you oh, I understand brother. that pain. Because she just mad me up in the thing and I listened yeah. to the old song and every word was like, oh, did she write this for me, blood? Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like sometimes depending on the timing and your timing. life experience and what you're going through. Very right, very right. Only then will certain things affect you or you'll understand. Because sometimes you're not ready. No, 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 no. Do you get I what get I'm saying? It. You're not ready to it. understand certain things. But I yeah, sorry. No, I get saying because I like being corrected like that. Why? Because I speak from passion. I speak from my experience. Yeah, yeah. Not really. Sometimes understanding that every single person's different. Mm. <laughs> but I just say that to say this: once I read "Rich Dad Poor Dad," it made me see life different. It made me think I can make money off any single thing I love, and I loved a lot of things. Mm. So the first, yeah, thing yeah, I thought, yeah. yeah first yeah. thing I thought was I love football. So how can I make this thing of football? Cool. I done the calculation. And I give everyone the blueprint. The blueprint is, there's three things. If you can make money from it, if you can enjoy it, and if you can get recognition from it. If you can get these three things from the thing that you want to do, you're on to a winner. Mm -hmm. So let's go for it. Yeah. I done the football tournament. To this date, it was in Ferndale Sports Center. To this date, it's one of the biggest football tournaments for 16 to 25-year-olds held in Lambeth. To this day. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it included every single rude boy. Angel Town against Summerlayton, Summerlayton yeah. against Mightfield, Mightfield against Streatham, Streatham against Norwood. And it didn't kick off, no? It didn't kick off. Fight. And you would say that mm-hmm. looking happy because you think it's a one-day tournament. Yeah. It was 10 weeks. Oh, mate. So every single Sunday, I had 100 youths in this place, 16 to 25. Years. How old were you at the time? And I was, so 16 to 25, so I was one of the young ones. Yeah, so you was one of the youth yourself. Yeah, I was 18, yeah. 17 or 18. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. 18, 19. No, I lied, because Rich Dad Poor Dad times. So I was, just before I registered my first business at 21, I was 20 years old. Yeah. I was 20 years old, and I'd done this tournament. <sighs> Again, there's so much intricate parts to it. It's because obviously it's the road respect. Yeah. So because I had road reputation, I knew I could get these people. Yeah, yeah. But then the book made me glue things together that I can make money of anything. So I can make money of football. How though? I play in Norwood some weeks. I play in Kenton some weeks. Okay. Let me bring them all together, charge them, and play. So what did I do? You get recognition. Every rude boy respected me. It was so bad. There's certain rude boys, won't mention names, certain rude boy walked on the pitch and one other rude boy, who's his brethren, but also my brethren, said, Blue, don't have it. Just spin his chin, fam. He's just trying to fucking spoil it for all of us. I'm thinking, you just told me to knock out your brethren because yeah. he wants to walk on the pitch like a rude boy and spoil our fun. Yeah. I applaud you, my brother. Yeah. But I'm not going to knock him out. We're just going to tell him kindly if he can try and sign up or if he can just <laughs> to get it. But that's how much love I had and yeah. respect for yeah. the, from the community. Yeah. So it was, I got the recognition, plus I got the recognition from local authorities. Lambeth wanted to know, right, who done this tournament for these black boys for this long and no trouble, you know what I mean? There was one bit of trouble from a white boy, Eddie Nutnut, my dog. Only white boy ran over the fence, get my guy to get my things, I swear, Dex. I'm like, yeah, Eddie Lamb, bro. Yeah. Get it, right? It never went off. Um, got the recognition, made money from it. How? Because I pay, I charge every single person £2 per player mm. every week, 100 people. It's £200 mm. every week, normal. Um, and I had fun. I entered the tournament. On my team was an ex Arsenal, no, Arsenal player at the time, Rowan Ricketts. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of my brethren's. 
and my team came third. You know what I mean? Greatest mm. tournament I've ever played in. You know what? Like, so if someone's watching this now, like a young person, they, they're hearing about some of the things you've been through, the environment, family life and whatnot, but still, like, you're 20 years old. We talked about the word resilience. What made you, what do you think, looking back now, that made you have the entrepreneurial um, spirit? My dad. Because, so it was your dad. Mm. Because, like, at the way 20, my dad to set up, me the yeah. word hustle yeah. is different than what people think the word hustle means. Hustle mm. don't mean selling drugs, brother. Mm. Hustle means smart. Hustle means fast, quick, thinking. So would you have conversations with your dad? Like, my dad, or is it, my, dad so, my best friend. Yeah, so you'd have conversations with your dad about business. Yeah. Explain that. Like, <laughs> no, because you know what it is? Because someone might think, yeah, I want to set up this. And obviously you're saying you had these conversations with your dad. So what would the conversations look like in terms of what may, obviously you saw certain things that made okay, it. Okay, yeah. let, me, let me not be, let me be open. It's hard for me to have this convo. Why? Because it's so deep and so real. Sometimes I'm a bit wary if I'm, if I'm supposed to be letting it out. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's their life. I don't mm. want to be doing my yeah, day yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it, this is what built me. Yeah, made you. You understand? Yeah. The resilience you what my dad taught me about. Yeah, yeah. I have one of my famous sayings, my dad taught me every single thing in life not to do. Mm. Every single thing. Mm. And I feel sorry for people that parents didn't teach them what not to do. Mm. Because mm. why? You've got to go out there and want to find out what not to do. Mm. I already know what crap does to you. Mm. So when all my people around me was on crack because that's what cracked down also it fucked up our oldest mm -hmm. they all started smoking crack even people my age mm -hmm. I wasn't on it I've never tasted it mm -hmm. I just told you I sold every single drug in the book I've never touched A class drugs never so what were the conversations I'm saying conversations in terms of you said my dad you entrepreneurial skills yeah my, my dad made me understand so when he taught me everything not to do what he was teaching me is how to hustle like he taught me uh, the difference between an eighth and a quarter and a half and an ounce, ounce whatever whatever but he taught me some intricate, swift hustling skills. Like in this room here, I can get something from you and sell it to you and you wouldn't even know what happened. But we're all sitting here though. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something. I heard him say he's got something for sale. That went over your head. Yeah, yeah. You didn't hear my man earlier on talk about what his brother wants. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. You lot stay dumb. What did you say you got again? Cool. Well, give me your brother's number. That's what my yeah. dad taught me, dog. Always looking didn't for the opportunity. He didn't tell me what the product was. You're always looking for the opportunity. The opportunity. Yeah. Do you know? My dad taught me how to be shrewd, how to dress different, how to talk different, how to be different. The conversations was more about now I can rule them off. Why come my dad's my hero? Real hero. He taught me a lot about love, discipline, um, commitment, crying, hugging, mm -hmm. washing up, washing your armpits, washing your balls, yeah. cooking. How to be a man. Proper man shit, bro. Mm. And I listened. I think a lot of people don't listen. <laughs> I think maybe that's what it is. Because I think a lot of parents do try and talk to their children. A lot of parents don't listen. A lot of children don't listen. Um, I listened. The difference was, I listened with an air 
knowing I wasn't going to follow. I don't know how. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because all the way along the things he was telling me it was wrong. Mm. So when he's telling me and how to do it and how to hustle, he's telling me it's wrong. Mm. It, so he, he didn't tell me don't do it. Or he didn't tell me to do it. You but know? you transferred that. I, tra- I yeah. translated it. Mm. Yeah, me, I said. So buying and selling is good, but just not drugs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't even say buying and selling is good, or he didn't say not drugs. He just said, you see, like when you're buying and selling drugs and then someone comes in the room and that, mm. you don't need to let him know how much you got the price for, innit? You just know that, boom, 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 and then by the time he leaves, you just sell it to them. He told me his example. I've used it in my world. Yeah. Interpreted it my way. Do you know what I mean? So I listened to a lot of advice from my dad. You said something, so one of the questions I want to ask, because I, I asked this, have you got a favourite quote? Quote? Yeah, have you got a favourite quote? And if you have, what is it? Perfect planning prevents poor performance. Perfect planning prevents poor performance. Expand on that. Explain that a little bit to me. There's a saying, it comes off the back of the saying, um, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. A lot of people don't know how my brain works. You wouldn't, because I don't explain it. You know what I mean? I'm very calculated. I'm talking on the way here, calculated how I'm going to walk, where I'm going to walk, where I'm going to park, how it's going to be, how the weather, you know, I'm so calculated, yeah. it's unbelievable. So it's like... Where's that come from? Not wanting to fail. Mm. <laughs> that is all to it, mm. you know. I've watched my dad, as I said, are we millionaires? And then are we good at that? What the fuck? I don't want to yeah. go through that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want a yeah. perfect plan, so when I get to there, there is no going back there. Mm. Yeah, so... Wanting to never fail, I want to make sure I thought about it properly, you know? And everything I do is planned, super calculated. Like I told you, which we're going to get onto the community school patrol. I've planned the next five years. Now, when I'm talking to people, they're saying, okay, can you email me some stuff? And I'm saying, I haven't written down one thing. What are you doing about? I'm saying, because I can see it. I know what it looks like. I know what needs to be done. I know how we're going to do it. But you want me to put it in paper form. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's when the work don't get done. So I don't know. My, my, I am, okay, I'm going to give you another thing, which is not a quote. This is something that I've said from years. I only stopped saying it because uh, someone who was, um, just someone who I don't want to say look up to, but someone who I respect, you know, from a more godly place, they said kind of stop saying it. You get me? But I used to call myself a humalian. Like I'm half, I'm half human, half alien, mm-hmm. because I don't think the same. I don't feel the same. I don't think the same. I don't look the same. Brother, you see, when I start saying what I really want to say, like yeah. even now in this whole conversation, yeah. I've only stayed on 30%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. if I go to 40 and 50... Well, you said people are not ready for it. No, you're going to think, whoa, don't different, have you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But it's deep. It's deep. So I kind of act human. Whereas I look at life in an alien way. I can probably become a prime minister if I want. Like tomorrow, if I decide to become an MP, I can proper put money on it. I can become an MP in the next one year or two years. If I want to become a doctor, if I want to have shares in um, academy, bro, I can do anything I want. Mm. I've proven it to myself many times. Like many, not two, four, yeah. seven times. I'm yeah. thinking all the way through my life from the resilience days, like doing that tournament when I was 20 years old. That was proving it to myself. Yeah. That wasn't, that sense. I'm just going to do it. No, I'm going to know. Man thinks you can't have a tournament in Brixton. 
because of rude boys. I am a rude boy. Yeah. I'm going to prove that to myself. I don't want no credit from no one. I want credit for myself. And we've done it. You know, so... I, 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 I hate talking about myself, Brad. <laughs> nah, that's what this is. This is what this I is here know, for. Man, you talk about you. You know, I'm special for me, bro. But you know, but you're special for other people, and that's what this platform is here for. Mm. Is at the end of the day, someone may be—they're not going to be exactly the same as you, but they may have had some of the experiences yeah. that you have in, and to see you and to see where you're elevating to might make. I wanted them to tell them yeah. some stuff, bro. I want to tell them, yeah. Listen, every single day is a new chance. I swear to God, it's so serious. Every day, because every day I used to wake up, I don't want to get sad, but every day I used to wake up, I used to think, please be better than yesterday. Because mm. yesterday was harsh, yesterday was horrible to get. Mm. And, I, and it always was different. It, it might have been horrible, huh? yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it was different. Yeah. So it made me think, wow. So every day you get up, you can just act different. Then I thought of another trick before internet, which was, you can go into areas. <laughs> this is weird. This is why I said that. I wanna, if I get to level 40% nah, of that, on, I'm going to back. If you go in certain areas, this is before internet. If you go in certain areas, you can pretend to be anybody. So you can just like, today I'm going to dress, I'm going to put on some shirts. Mm. And I'm going to go down Chelsea. I'm going to buy like a drink. You're right, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm into real estate. You know what I mean? I've been trying lately. I'm not sure. Bang! Yeah. That conversation yeah. could turn into something. Then you can introduce you to something. Then all of a sudden, you're in that world. It was all fake from the beginning, yeah. but you made it become a reality. That's how I feel about anything right now. Like, anything, bro. And because my eyes are so open, like, there's one thing I explain when I teach. Oh. See, even when I say anything, it brings me to another thing. But this is one thing I say when I teach. Do you know every single thing around us mm. is owned by somebody? Every single thing. Mm. This floor, the carpet, the hat, the carpet, every single thing is owned by something. So what do you own? Mm. Oh, so you're just a consumer. Because I'm not on that. Because there's my hat down there. I got a school. I got a shop. I got another brand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not just a, a, a spender. Yeah, just yeah, I get you. I'm not a consumer. I want in. Everyone's eating. Yeah. <laughs> I want in, bruv. That's all I see. So now I realise, well, now I've got five companies and three charities. I think, yeah, that's, it sounds good to you, bro. I want 15 companies. Oh, yeah. like, what's wrong with man? What do you think? Every day is different, bro. Life is what you make it. And right, every single saying, you're asking me about sayings, every single saying is real. Don't play about. They didn't come from nowhere. Every single saying is real. Who don't hear would feel. Life is what you make it. Rare, 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 rare. Mm. It's all real if you listen and absorb it. So you see that life is what you make it stuff. Why? You should never have told me that. All right. So one of the things we was looking at and you were saying, you touched on the football tournament and whatnot. And obviously... I know you've got your, fing- your fingers in so many different pies. So, like, from a young age, like, you had this entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. So, just, like, venture into some of the business that you've, the businesses that you've gone on to start up and had oh, a hand I love in. it, I love it, I love it. My CV's long. I've always used to say this when I was young. My CV's long, and I've never had a job. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But my CV's long of, in terms of stuff I've done from football tournaments to... Oh, so, let's touch back on... The three points. Yeah. You, have to, you can make money from it. You get recognition from it. And, and you enjoy it. Football tournaments, raves, 
Um, oh, I sold house phones. I sold Philly Blunts. This was one of my best businesses. Why was it one of my best businesses? Because it was so, what do you call the word? Um, niche. It was so niche yeah. because I realized everyone sells weed. Everyone smokes weed. Mm. But I realized a major thing. Everyone copies America. Yeah. America's on this Philly Blunt. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm such a hustler. I don't know how I found out, but I found out they sold blunts in Germany. It's the first time I'm saying this live on air. From Germany, because my mother was in Germany them days there. Another story. In, in London, there's only three places that sold blunts. Well, in South London. I'll never forget them. Victoria, Victoria, Victoria Smoke, $15.99, pack of fives. So for those of you who are listening, listen to some sums and hustlers, $15.99, pack of five. Mad rock, mad price. Elephant, $12.99, pack of five. Cool. Or Peckham, £2 or £2.50 per single. Yeah. Like rah. Man, I already went Peckham caught up in a shaggery in the back rows of Raver. Shouts out Raver, my dog now. So get me out. You don't even remember the story, man. Yeah. Pick up milk bottle. That's yeah. how long ago it was. Milk bottle. I'm like, what else man doing in the ends? Yeah. yeah. But so man, not going Peckham no more. Yeah. Then I found out when I was in Germany, she said, oh, the Philly Blunt you were talking about here. This is how much I hustled. Bro, I was selling blunts. I was selling packs of Philly sweets for £8 a pack. So it's a ready undercut yeah. elephant yeah. by £4. Yeah. Ready undercut them by £7. Yeah. But how can I undercut them so much and still make profit? You know how much I was getting the packs for? Yeah, go on. £3 a pack. From Germany. From Germany. All right, so this is what I'm trying to get into. The hustler's brain. Yeah. Like, Run eyes, buying and selling. Like, but, even, but even that, like, to say, all right, you know what? I'm here. I find, think there's a niche. I'm going to go find <laughs> out risk, Germany. No, that's a risk, though. Yeah. Like, Germany, all of that, like, do you yeah, know what I mean? I know, I know. Sourcing it's just like it, I'm cheating, isn't it? Because I just do like, it, but... Do you know what I mean? And I don't you know, know why I'm saying this? Because I'm saying this for people that are watching, even myself sometimes, I might sit down and think, yeah, I want to do what Dexter's doing. Mm. How do you get that? How, you said like your dad, that he inspired you, he's a hustler. How, what advice would you give to that person that wants to do what you want to do, but they don't naturally have that in them? Take How risks. do you get that? Risks. Yeah, risks. Risks make you act different. Yeah, it's true. Oi, listen, back yourself in the corner. Yeah, listen, you see when it's time to take, <laughs> see when it's time to make change, when you've got to make a decision. Yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, bring, yes. Yes, it worked. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh, shit, it didn't work. Oh. And what'd you do there? Pack that up. Brush yourself off. What's next? Go again. That's it. There's Resilience. nothing Resilience, to do like with failure, said. bro. Like, what is failure? Failure is like, what, are your brethren laughing at you? Or what, you lost money? You didn't die. Mm. Nothing changed. You are actually further than the person who didn't start. Like, that's a serious one. When you started for one day and you tried and then you said this is too hard, you're further than the person who didn't try because he doesn't even know why he shouldn't stop, why he should stop, why he shouldn't stop, if it will work, if it won't work. He don't know nothing. You know what happened. All right, talking about failure, a question I want to ask you. What has been your biggest failure in life? I've never and felt. And how, if there's been, I uh, what's the, all right, Adversity, what's the, obviously, I think yeah. I know because it's something you mean. Say, yeah. Like, what has been, like, I'm saying for someone that will say, look, I went for a really yeah, tough Yeah, what's the proper rush back? I'm going to tell you, you bare stuff, bro. How do bare you? Bare stuff, bare stuff. 
I'm in one right now, bro. I got like 12 grand worth of clothes. Mm. Got 12 grand worth of clothes. You, you people want to start clothing lines. You don't know what dead stock is. Mm. I got 12,000 pound worth of clothes. What do I do with them? I tell you what I'm going to do with them. Something that you won't do with them. I'm going to give them away. Because mm. I understand a different concept of business. Mm. Just branding. Just marketing. This is more knowledge that I've learned on top of going through what I've gone through. We can't skip some things because we said some deep things over here, which is like what made me do the risk and stuff. So you see, like, you want to start a clothing line, you're not willing to go to China. You're not willing to go to Turkey, to Pakistan. I've gone to places. I risk my money. That's the main thing. I risk my money. I risk my money. I risk my time. To go there, ah, oh, let me give you a story. Uh, you want to talk about risk? Yeah. You want to talk about adversity? You want to talk about commitment? I'm going to give you it, and I'm not going to cut the corners to make it quick either. Because it's serious, bruv. I've done clothing, so we're to speed it up quickly. So I've done clothing, Mulocate clothing, launched it, done eight, six problem shops everywhere, whatever. We'll get into it. But anyway, this is the main part. I wanted to... Um, get proper quality clothes. As you can see, this is one of my new tracksuits. I want to get proper quality because I understand. I want to, I don't want to be told, oh, there's more thing I can't skip. When people say to me, when someone or a couple of people has always said to me, not always said to me or in the past, well, you're still doing that t-shirt thing. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it cuts deep. <laughs> it cuts deep. Yeah. Because this t-shirt thing, it feeds my kids, dog. So what do you do in your life that makes your life so special, bigger than my T-shirt thing? Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make my thing so big that you're going to never, ever be able to yeah. call it a T-shirt thing. You would look stupid if you called my thing a T-shirt thing. Yeah. So that was one of my passions. That's what was one of my drives of clothing. Let me give you the story. Something in my head. I got this message. So I'm very connected to, to the man upstairs. Where is God? Where is a man, woman, whatever. Allah, God, he's upstairs. That man there guide me. Mm. Yeah? He told me, if you want to get clothes, you got to go turkey. You get me? If you want to get good cotton, you got to go turkey. You get me? And you said that. Yeah. I swear to God, this is real. Mm. Not like he really said it, yeah, but there's yeah, some yeah, message yeah. that I got to go, go yeah, turkey. Yeah, yeah. Turkey got in my head somehow. Cool. Then I went in a shop one day. i never forget. Brixton shop where I done the pop-up shop with Kevin... Um, Patrick Kevin, that's the piece he stole, yeah? Went in there, saw, and I took up the thing. I saw a Peckham Boys thing. With the- Grimer. No, not Grimer. Yeah, no. Grimer, that's a big story. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to go there. Grimer yeah. started because of Mula Cake. Yeah. Because uh, there's so much. But anyway, yeah. bow and arrow thing. You know whose thing that is? Sam. Yeah, you know the thing, yeah? yeah? I don't know. I see it in there. For some reason, I looked in it. His, his, his inside thing said, Turkey. Yeah. I said, Mama, like, Turkey again, you see it? Then I said, sign up to someone else. And Turkey come up again. I said, listen, I'm going to Turkey. and phone him up, partner. I said, brother, we need to go to Turkey. Say, you want for us? I don't know. God's telling me we got to go to Turkey. So I'm like, get your spiritual thing. I'm spiritual too, but why? I said, no, there's the best cotton over there. You get me? Mm. Brother, this is a serious story. This is the best story ever. This is what I mean about believing in yourself. Trust in your gut. Believe in yourself, risking, spending your own money. Risk, belief, resilience. Oh, serious. So I got to Turkey. <laughs> we don't know nothing. We don't know no one. We know one man who someone's told us. He said he's rare. I'm going to skip through a butt fast now. He brings us to bear big factories. 2,000 pieces each. 
5,000 pieces yeah. each. They won't do it for, because when you do business, they won't do it for a minimum, the minimum the pieces they'll do I want 5, 30 000. pieces. Yeah. I'm little, yeah. I'm a yeah. startup. Yeah. 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 He's bringing me big places and good links. But brother, I ain't got 10,000 pieces and 5,000 pieces, brother. So he's left us. So we're in Turkey. Boom, 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 boom. Me and my far self, we're gonna start research stuff and arts people. I don't know, I've heard about murder, murder. Yeah, this is where you have to get clothes from for those of you that want to travel. Heard about murder. Something happened, brother. We missed the coat, we missed the boat twice to get to murder. Yeah. My man was telling man, don't go murder. Go here. So murder is a, another place in, in Turkey, Turkey yeah. which does manufactures. Yeah. My man made us miss the thing twice. That's how I see it. Cause he's telling man there's something here, innit? I don't know, fam. Rewind, there's another intricate part. I wanted our clothing quality to be like super dry and Franklin and Marshall. So before we left, I got to the airport. I said, ah, oh, shit, I forgot to buy a jumper. I forgot to bring the super dry jumper. My partner said, oh, let's buy one, innit, fam? I said, fam, they're like 80 pounds, fam. I'm not buying an 80 pound jumper to give to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Forget it, nah. Cool, whatever, innit? Now, skipping it. My man left us, we're walking out of here. Drove into some places, whatever. I got to the alleyway, brother. I seen it, the dustbin. I'm seeing like super dry labels. I don't know what made me see it. My man, innit? Oh, there's labels. I start searching near the bin and that. Seeing Franklin Marshall labels as well. Fam, my heart's like beating, because I'm thinking this is way too spooky. The two brands that I said, yeah. it's just yeah. random. So I was like panicking, I said to my business partner, fam, 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 there's a factory around there, I know, cuz, trust me, there. There, fam, that hole up there, look. How do you get up there? That door, come, 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 come. Went over to the door, this is the best story in my life, fam, I swear, I cannot wait to tell this story. I want this story to be in, in the world <laughs> to, as faith and belief, you get yeah, me? Yeah. Not the door. My man's busted door, all I've seen is bill clothes and rolls of stuff. You know? So he's looking in my face. I'm looking right past him like, oh my days, fam. My daughter had to say to me, fam, he doesn't like embarrassment. He said, fam, 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 fam. Calm down, fam, you get me on there. This is the place, fam. When I got in there, I'm seeing folded up Franklin Marshall jumpers. I said, oh my days, this is the place, this is space. Long and short, said to my man, listen, mate, from London, Boom, boom, I want to make Moolah Kate tracksuits, this kind of tracksuit. Just make me this tracksuit with my logo, innit? Boom, boom, boom. I'm just going to speed up now. He said, no. I said, oh, fam, lie, man. He said, no, it's too minimal. I said, bada, 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 bada. He said, all right, then, cool, you'll do it. I'm just going to speed. He said, all right, cool, you'll do it. Cool. Went back to London. I'm going to send you my order. Went back to London. Now, you got to know... Turkey's not Spain. It's not a hundred quid to get there, bruv. It's mm. like four bills and <laughs> five bills and that. And in peak time, it's five, like Jamaica money, yeah? yeah. So, go out to London, phoned him. Long and short, he said no. He stopped answering until I emailed. Then they said, ah, oh, sorry, bruv, we can't do it. It's too minimum. I'm saying, right, you can't do that. I'm literally in front of you. And you said, yeah, and that. Yeah. This is where the seriousness comes in, dog. I said to my business partner, I found, don't listen to him. Remember, he talked to me. So he doesn't even know what he said. But I'm saying, fam, I'm not listening to him. He's got to have it. I'm telling you, fam. He just thinks we're not serious. He said, fam, are you mad, fam? My man said he's not on it, fam. Yeah. He's got to do minimum 500 pieces. So he's way less than everyone else. But it's 500. 
per one color. I said, I still can't do that. Son. I said, let's, let's just go, fam. He said, fam, you want to go back to Turkey? He's not around the corner, fam. I went back to Turkey. And he busted the door. I said, yes, fam. What are you saying to me, brother? No, fam, what are you saying? You said that you can. And... So my no friend, you know, fam, I got money in that. I already changed the money in the post office. I got, I got the picture, fam. I got the video. Yeah. I'm wheeling off the, 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 the dollars. I said, I got money, brother, please. Long and short, I left there. He said he would do 300 pieces, 100 color, gray, yeah. black, and, and navy blue. 100 of each. Got him to say yes. Left there two days time with a sample. Two weeks later, I had a delivery to London with 300 pieces of tracksuits. Brother, I couldn't even explain to you the, the, the joy that it made me feel of so much different levels of having the greatest tracksuit in the little UK scene at, the, at that time. Um, the risk that I took, the having the belief so to go back. Up, like, like, what do you mean yeah. go back? He said, no, he hanged up. He didn't answer no more. Mm. I went back to Turkey and knocked the door down. You get me? That belief there is what makes me know anything's possible, and especially when I believe in it. So everything since then, going forward, football tournaments, Philly Blunts, are you saying, how did I know Philly Blunts? Bro, I'm a hustler. And the word hustle means being able to make something from nothing. Cool. I never start from nothing. What mm. did I tell you? Perfect planning prevents poor performance. So in my head, I've already planned. You smoke, you smoke, you smoke, just you don't smoke. Okay, cool. Four of you smoke. Even if two of you buy Philly's, this much money, even if I get them, even if I don't sell this much, they three pound a box, fam. I'm only going to lose this much money. And if I don't, if I sell four or five boxes, I've got the whole money back for the boxes. There's not much room for losing. I took the risk and it worked. Took the risk again and it worked. It made me think every time I'm taking a risk, I don't mind. Even when I've done the same one, Funky Flames, when I asked my cousin, he do raving and that. Me and my president was upstairs and was looking at the window and I was thinking, wow, I don't know Q fam. Fucking hell, it's a bit mad. It might not work. You get me? It's yeah. like 11 <laughs> Fam, I don't know where the Q was hiding. We went downstairs. We said, let's, go. let's just go and have a drink, innit? Let's yeah. try and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we went downstairs. Yeah. I was like, rah, rah, there's bare people here, fam. Rah, rah, rah. The rave was jam, fam. Bare things, confidence, faith. And that builds yeah. more confidence. So that with, builds. So do you think with results, results, the more your results start happening, you start seeing, oh, actually money's coming in. Yeah. I'm making money. And so not you get just more money, bro. It's not money. Mm -hmm. It's just the result. The result is not yeah. always monetary form. It's mm -hmm. not. I didn't make loads of money when I done the football tournament. I just know it went on for 10 weeks with no beef. That's the, that's the result. Yeah. 10 weeks. Brother, of any single person who was at that football tournament, if they remember it, that's over 18 years ago. They'll tell you every single thing that happened because it was that good. Do you see what I'm saying? That's the result. How much money did I make? I don't know, one grand. I didn't even make that much because I spent it all on the trophies. I gave them their trophies where the cricketers get their trophies in Oval Cricket Ground. Okay. Why did I do that? Because you got to know how to install belief into young black boys to make them feel as special as the cricketers, when they got there, fam, I was learning things, how to do things, brain manipulation from a young age, dog, because I knew what made me feel good, what made me feel happy. These kids don't get that. They're not kids, they're older than me, but they still don't get that. So you see, when you said you were learning that stuff, was it stuff that you was just learning as you going along for your own experiences, mm -hmm. or did you actively go and seek out any courses or anything no, like that? No, courses. no courses. I had no courses. I had no courses, I had no role models. What happened was, my role models let me down. 
I'll tell you straight, I'm going to be open now. My first role model is my dad. You can't be my role model because you're full of negative. Cool. You do my role model because you told me all the great stuff, but all the stuff not to do. So you can't be my role model because you don't know nothing about this life that I want to live. Cool. You're X type. Cool. My next role model, unfortunately, pulled that gun on me twice. It makes me think, cool, I can't look up to you. I can't trust you. You get me? You would just switch on me anytime. I said I'm never going to look up to another role model. And I never did. I said, I'm going to become the role model that I want to be like. Like, you know, as in, if I could meet me, mm-hmm. rah, fam, I would be a millionaire. Like, if, if my 16-year-old could meet this Dexter Sims, fam, you'll be a millionaire by 20, fam. I promise you. And that's what I said. I'm going to set out to do that. What advice, being who you are now, what advice would you give to a young Dexter? Don't be so harsh on yourself in terms of being the odd one out. Because I was harsh on myself until I ended up joining. Mm. To get it. You're mm. so harsh on yourself that you feel like you're doing wrong. They're doing wrong. Mm. You decided to do positive. But you're so alone that you think, nah, fuck it, I'm doing wrong. I'm, out. I'm the odd one out. Yeah, it, it <laughs> could be like that sometimes. If you've been that. in a room, like there's 10 of you in a room. All the time. But you feel like you're in that now. room by yourself, even though we're all having conversations. I'll like, give you one right I'm now. By myself. I'll give you one right now as an adult, and it brings tears to my eyes. I'm not going to mention where I was, nothing, because it's very, very personal. But I went to a party. I had on bright orange. I'm going to explain to you the feeling it gave me. Had on bright orange, bright orange t-shirt, bright orange hat. I felt smiley, I felt happy. I've designed my life in a way that I didn't think was possible, but the second I knew it was possible, I just started designing my life more. So I've stepped in on that high note. Lockdown, that don't affect me. What's going on in society? That's not, what's going on? I'm, I'm happy. I made more money in lockdown than I made in the last two years. Mm. So my life is totally different to everyone's. But coming around this environment in this party, I'm hearing the school straight into, I'm hearing, raw. I just lost my job. I'm hearing I haven't been in work for four months. I'm hearing fam, they put me on benefits. It doesn't even cover my weed money. I'm seeing the next you <laughs> drop down because you, <laughs> I'm being serious. I've got to see the next you drop down mental health problems. I'm hearing big women talk about, raw. Right, now nah, they try to put me on one day a week and where, I looked around like, Radek, stop smiling. Radek, stop being happy. Radek, stop. It's like you're rubbing it in. And I felt odd. Well, that's not fair. Because all I've done is achieved. Everyone else lives a different life to me. And I felt odd one out. I felt like I wanted to leave. Because I want to be happy. But this whole, everyone's conversation is not happy to me. And I can't get with the conversation. You've been shot. Oh, is it? I don't know what to say to you. Because I don't want to say to you, try and do what I'm doing, because you would have mm. tried that long time, or you might think I'm patronizing you. So I try and empathize with everyone, but it's like, jeez, yeah, you don't need some mindset changing, because it's not prison out here. Mm. It's not, but I don't know. Maybe because of my resilience when I was little, it's made me like this. I'm very humiliating. I'm very humiliating. I don't know. Very humiliating. But the way I realised that there's so many different ways of making money, there's so many different ways of getting happiness, getting a result. Like now, I'm older now. I just like painting. I just said about painting. I just like painting. That's bringing me happiness because I don't need money to buy something to make me happy. I know that seeing my child makes me happy. I know that my child seeing me 
come into his school and do talks makes him happy. That makes me happy. Mm. I found happiness in certain different pockets now, which my dad showed me whilst he was doing his bad stuff. You know, we play snooker together all our life. The, the relationship that he's built with me has made me see the happiness in the relationship me and my 16-year-old has got. I've won. <laughs> I don't need money to win, bro. I've won. Long time. Long time. And the most important thing is I've built something that pays for my kids' school uniform, school holidays, dinners, my shopping. My... What I've built pays for that. I've been successful long time. There's nothing else that I actually need to make me have a tick to say I'm successful. So let's um, talk about the thing that what you've built. So mm-hmm. what is Muller Cake? Muller Cake. Muller Cake is a global brand that creates changing opportunities using different departments. The first department being the clothing that I use as a driving force to get the attention of the youth because I had to be a celebrity in the society's eyes in order to get their attention for them to listen to me. If I was to tell them, you should be an entrepreneur like I would have been when I was a kid. Who the hell are you? What do you do? How can you tell me what I should be when you're not that? So I reversed it ASAP. I'm never going to tell a youth to do something unless I know I can do it or I've done it or I'm doing it. So I said that. I'm going to be a CEO of a clothing line. Now you're going to think I'm a celebrity because you've seen everyone wearing their clothes and you know I own it. Cool. Now I can get the parents to trust me they'll send their children to my children's holiday club. Why do I want to build a children's holiday club? Because I understand it's the indoctrination of our children's minds from the age of whatever, from schools, from society, internet, and parents, the fear of parents inflicting on children, that's making them not achieve what they can achieve. So I want to switch that. I want to have children longer than school has children. School opens nine till three. Cool. You work nine till five. I have children from eight till six. And what, to explain that a little bit more, children's holiday camp, how does that work? So when we was young, we used to go play centre. Yeah. Off school club, play centre, on the holidays, etc. But in play centre, as Millen can move out for, Vauxhall play centre, we used to get orange juice, two rich tea biscuits. Dog, I was a fat kid. I was proper embarrassed. I was proper upset. Not on no two biscuits. And, a, and a, You understand? Fact. But we had fun. Growing up, that was gone. So I said, I want to put that back. Adventure Playground, Lodard Street, Freddy's Club. I used to go, we used to go Butlins and all these things. We used to go Summer Project. Mm. We used to, I had fun as a kid. Mm. Now the kids can't have fun. That's not fair. So I'm going to put a holiday club in place. But I'm going to make sure all the stuff when I was a kid was there. But then I'm going to make sure there's new stuff that you need in life to make you achieve what you can achieve. So at the holiday club is workshop based, um, mainly around entrepreneurship. So it's basically, and I, and I word it wrong, but I word it wrong to be down to earth. But if you understand what I mean, when I say I'm indoctrinating children's brains to do positive stuff, what do you think the TV does? It indoctrinates a child's brain to do negative, not to do negative, but stupid stuff. The school, it indoctrinates a child's brain to become a robot and a slave to society. That's what it does. So in the kids club, I want to indoctrinate your child's brain to make sure they understand there's a hundred other opportunities out there. Photography is an actual career. Cake baking is an actual career. DJ mixing, sports, all these things are careers. But you need to be told this. You need to be shown this. So at our holiday club, we make sure it's workshop-based. Then the, our USP is that we offer free hot meals a day. Why? Because every kid don't get better food, bro. Some kids have one meal for the day, you know? And that's because they go to school. So in the holidays, they might not get food. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, I get why the parents come in there and say this is like a hotel. Because you've never seen a breakfast bar like this with Rice Krispies and cornflakes and jam on toast and porridge. and re- Yeah, that's mm-hmm. our selection. Because every kid should be treated like a king and a queen from little so they understand what experience is. Do you know what I mean? Same thing when I say my daughter. In a minute, what people don't know, I'm going to bring my daughter to bigger hotels and restaurants. Why? Because don't think a man can make my daughter think she's special because he bring her to a restaurant. Sexy fish. I go there every week with my dad. No. That don't impress me, dog. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's different levels of teaching that I'm doing. So the Holiday Club, second apartment of our, of our, of our um, Mula Cake brand. Um, our Cake Bake Off, which we do twice a year, which we have 10 bakers compete against each other to create the best looking Mula Cake. And the winner of the Bake Off wins a KitchenAid and usually wins a six-month contract with Mula Cake teaching at our kids' club. Bacon, so it's how it all intertwines. Mula Motivation, which is myself. I teach business and entrepreneurial um, programs in schools and colleges. I've literally just released, no, I haven't released it. I've literally just completed my first official school program, Mula Motivation in collaboration with a teacher from Harris Academy for citizenship. So that's more programs going out. Um, another department is our online radio. Again, another platform for up-and-coming DJs, up-and-coming hosts, chat shows, etc., etc. Just providing platforms for other people to shine and find their true potential. Because I don't know how many people choice of look, I call it choice of fame. How many people Capital Extra gives work experience to? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Showing me age, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how many they give work experience to. Do you know what I mean? But I give a, I give work experience throughout lockdown. No, not throughout lockdown, just before lockdown, to about 16 kids. And when I've gone around Craden and found out who gives work experience, there's like only there's less than 16 companies Ooh. that gave work experience. I'm thinking, I've got a little shop. But as far as I'm concerned, a kid wants to work in an environment that they want to thrive in. I didn't want work experience in the garage. I didn't like cars. I want work experience with an entrepreneur farm. You know what I mean? So I literally live, breathe, and stand for creating opportunities for others and using my brand to do that. You know, the brand has started as a clothing line and now has gone into other different, yeah, a lot different, different sectors. Yeah, and I watch. I watch. Maybe the question we were just about to go from. I've watched. I watch the greats. So this is where my learning comes from. So if you want to learn to be like me. I would say, don't look at me. Look at someone better than me. Because then you can end up being like me if you don't get to be like them. This is what I'm saying. So I don't watch, this is no disrespect, but I don't watch like, I don't know, Trapstar or, or I don't want to even name brands like that, but, but you don't UK watch brands. The, yeah. I don't watch the UK brands where we're the same to me. Mm. I watch Knack. I watch when you paid Pele that much money at the World Cup when he was walking through the tunnel to tie his shoelace. Raw. That's how it works. That's how marketing works. Okay, cool. W.H. Smith said, I want to open up a record shop and sell CDs and games and DVDs. He's saying, but you sell books. He said, I'll tell you what, put it in Virgin's name and then pay me for the licensing of the brand and then give me a percentage of the profit. He said, like, cool. They bring out the shop. It worked. It made lots of money. W.H. Smith got rich. But using his brand. So that made me know I can get into different sectors just by leveraging my brand. 
if you said to yourself or your missus or your whatever, should we send our child to Glam Dot Academy or McDonald's Academy? It's a no-brainer, isn't it? Mm. It's the brand you're going to go with. Branding wins, bro. I've known this for 10 years. I've known it for longer than 10 years. Branding wins. So I've had to build such a powerful brand Get it trusted in such a different way from community, from quality, from trust, belief, all of that, because that's how you build a brand. And then leverage it in different sectors to allow me to come in. You know, who are you? Oh, no, we're looking. Oh, okay. Do something like you don't do kids' clubs? No, but we do kids' clothes. Mm. Oh, okay. The conversation can open. Whereas I'm not just coming and saying I'm Dexter Sims, I want to open a kids club. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh. And earlier you was talking about, um, off camera you was talking about the community, um, the, the patrol. Community school patrol. So I have, I wear, I wear three hats. My, I wear, I wear, I wear a family hat, which is a father's hat. I wear a business hat and I wear a community hat. So before I get into community school patrol, what, to show you the commitment towards my community side, is in 2019, in 2017, I opened my first official Mueller Kick retail clothing shop in Fortnite. By the end of 2018, we had turned over 180 something thousand pounds throughout the two years. In 2019, the knife kind epidemic got very bad. I care so much, I closed my retail shop and turned it into a community safe haven um, creative hub so that the youth can either use it as a coach to stay safe or creative space to do exactly what I've explained how you can be creative entrepreneur from long time so now in our community hub we do podcasting we do creative space t-shirt printing that's where we have our online radio and I give free business advice every Tuesday um but that's to, sh to show you the commitment to the mm. community that I have because I have children and I proper believe if I can protect your child, then somehow later on, your child just might save my child. That's yeah. how I see it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? I see it as if I can touch as much people how in the world. How we grew up when we were younger, like the community. <laughs> community like serious. Take in, yeah. Everyone take each other in. I want to yeah. know that people see my son and proper like him and love him because of what his dad done for them. You know, now, now you see your dad, proper good guy. And yeah, he was, guy yeah. You know what I mean? Just treat my son good for that. When you see him, I don't, treat my daughter good. That's all I want. And I'm doing it. Maybe that even comes across a bit selfish, but I'm not doing it in a selfish way. I'm still giving. So when it comes to this community school patrol, what actually happened was we had a, a um, big catastrophe about um, child abductions. Now, this is something I've started already again in 2019, before lockdown, before child abductions. You know, it wasn't, everything's not to me, everything is not just for glamments, you know? Knife crime outside school is bad. People standing outside schools trying to groom our kids to go country. It's mm, bad. Yeah. Little paedophiles outside our school, just even saying to a little girl, yes, cutie, that's bad. To me, it needs to stop. How did I come up with the idea? Not me officially, but why did I want to definitely do it? Because 
I drive past schools, I see teachers outside schools. I see them at the bus stops. I see them at the zebra crossings. I think, oh, bless them, trying to help our kids, you get me? But if I was a school kid, I wouldn't listen to them. I've been yeah. in school with you all day, yeah, bro. You think I'm out here being a rude boy now, you're going to tell me that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I thought, right, bless them. That's not their job. Why aren't we outside schools? Why aren't our parents outside schools? Why aren't our brothers outside schools? Why aren't our rude boys outside schools? Because as far as I'm concerned, the kid might not listen to the teacher, but he might listen to the, the short granny that said, yo, young man, go out your yard. Yeah. Oh, okay, let me go. Oh, man, oh a big man. Yo, we are dealing. Go on your yard. Okay. Or a rude boy. Like, fam, what are you not doing out here? Loud that, man, just making bill noise. Come off the side of the road. Go over that way. They will listen to these three kind of people. But these three kind of people ain't putting their, their self on the line. I don't say everyone has to be like me. Put your money first, put yourself first, put your time out. Cool. So I'm building a system that pays these people as a job to protect our children. That's what the community school patrol is. It's not for just child abduction. It's not just for knife crime. It's not just for, It's to protect any harm coming to our children between the hours of 7.30 and 4.30. After because I can't save the world, and I can't save the world only one week. But after, we can start talking about the block-to-block block block patrols that I would like to put together. Because I believe there shouldn't be gangs of youths in blocks anymore. Just sitting there. I wouldn't even say, like, just sitting there smoking weed. Because it, it's hard for me to say smoking weed's not bad because it's illegal, and it's like I'm condoning it, and they don't have places to go because there's no adventure playgrounds and rare. I'm more on the knife thing. I got a video that I'll put out. It was three years ago. It was in 2018 when I actually done the video. And I was stating some of our rude boys should get together in a van and that six of us get me all in black and that and go and block to block and just jump out on man like how the police do. But then say to man, no. man, man not taking your things. Man just wants the knives. Mm. Man just wants the knives. Like, I don't care about you smoking me. Go to the back of the block, otherwise you're going to get nicked, bruv. Don't be stupid. Go to the back. I want your knives. If you got knives, you're coming with us. One day. Why? Because you need to change your mindset to why you're changing your life. You may have to watch Roots. We're going to sit down and watch Roots for three hours. Then I'll send you back out on the road. You get caught with a knife again? Cool. We're going to now take you and go to your mouth. You're staying with us for one week. You know, it's our responsibility. Think of the opposite. The eight policemen jump out. They run. They get grabbed. You got knife on you. You got weed on you. You get wrapped up. You go to prison, dog. Your life doesn't get better. It actually gets worse. Do you think they care? They just say that's their job. So what is our job then? Is our job not to protect our kids? That's where my heart's coming from with this whole community school patrol thing. So like, one thing I find that, although like, you're very much an entrepreneur, there's a real sense of community and there's a real sense of, you know, I have to give back. I have to, where does that come from? Like that, It comes from that the one. person not being there when I needed them. Mm. But I didn't want to do road. That's all I knew was road. I wanted to, I want to start a company. No one had companies. No one taught me how to start a company. No one actually taught me how to start companies. I want to get mortgages. No one had mortgages in my family. So it's like, right, so how do I learn then? How do I get better? Because I don't actually trust society. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to risk everything. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm going to find all the answers. And I'm going to make sure I supply all the answers to everybody after me. Whether I charge or not. Because that's another thing I had to learn that I can charge. It's cool. 
corporations charge. It's the same thing. I charge £400 an hour to the community. Oh, it's £10 an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dead serious. Yeah. Dead serious, bruv. Because I don't want your money. I want you to change. But the corporations come paying me to come into school. Yeah, it's this much, please. Mm-hmm. You get money from the government. You get money from us, our taxes, whatever. I don't know. You got it, so you pay me. But the people who literally come for me, I got COVID and he's doing quite well now. I'm never forgetting when he came to me. I said, just give me £10, man. That's fine. Gave me, gave me £20. Gave me three hours. And he came back again. I said, I don't want no more money. I just like that you come back. Taught him more. Donnie's clothing line's doing well, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie's clothing line's doing well. I won't even mention him, blow him up. I'm going to shout you out soon, though. What about doing food, well. bank? You, you send food, you bank. food bank? You Food bank. I don't do food bank. I do food bank with my aunt. Um, guiding Hands is also just um, awarded community lockdown hero of the year because of how much people were feeding during lockdown. This came about from, again, doing kids club, feeding, providing free hot meals a day. Lockdown's here. I can't provide free hot meals a day. We're going to go to the kitchen. Cool. Easy just to say, cool, we just don't provide food, innit? Doing a kids club, I've already said I'm not going to let it go. There's, I care, bruv. There's a difference in caring. When the government said schools are closing, what did they do? I'm not sure. Did they supply everyone with homeschooling? Do you know what? I, I don't know what they've done. Yeah. You got any ideas yeah. what they've done? And to me, that's not caring. You can't take away something and not replace it. That's not fair. So cool. Lockdown's happened. I took away kids club, holiday club. I replaced it with an online holiday club. I didn't take away your stuff. They get it. I've taken away your free hot meals a day. Cool. I'm going to pay drivers to deliver you some food every week. That's when I realized, rah, the actual household don't have food. This is mad. All right, cool. I'll do a whole care package for the family, not just for the kid. Mm. The kid don't even cook. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving the kid a potato and a rare and a rare. What's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, so I went free potatoes and some kind of with the family. And we just started doing more and more food bank. Like, but my aunt's been doing the food bank for, for six, seven years already. You get it? It's just that she feels how I feel about entrepreneurship. Let me explain. She feels when she was doing food banks, especially, especially the black community, it was frowned upon. Like, I'm not taking no food. I'm yeah, not going yeah, to yeah. no hole in the wall to get no food, a bag of cannabis. And nah, I got food. Please tell me you ain't got food. It's only now when you realise, brother, saving 30, 40, 50 pounds on food shopping for the week, that's a lot. That's nearly, even if you do 30, that's three, six, nine, 12, 120 pounds a month that you save by just providing free food. She's gone one step further. She now supplies Caribbean food because throughout lockdown, we realised that the places that was providing us food, you only give white cultured food. Mm. Old black people don't eat pork in the can. What the fuck, fam? They can't survive yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. So we had to now start buying planting, saltfish. So we buy food and add on top of those foods to give out. It's about caring. You, you know what, Dex? It's, it, to be honest, sometimes like doing these podcasts, you speak to people like yourself, you find that people's stories. And then even for myself, working in the community, I'm in touch, but sometimes I'm not. Because you don't know, you do. You know what yeah. you know, but you, you don't, don't really you know. know people are suffering. You know, I people talk about food banks and whatnot. You think, 
Yeah. Are people really are like, you struggling, struggling to eat? I didn't like, know, dog, you know I mean? that you expect this food every week. You really yeah. look forward to it. I thought, oh. and it, and, it, and it's because it, you hear it, and I hear it all the time, but. It's becoming more and more prevalent now. I'm starting to see it more and more. You know why you see it more? Because mm. people are open now. Mm. I don't mind taking it. Whereas before, you didn't take it, so it seemed like no one needed it. Yeah. When you're seeing everyone take it, you're realizing, oh, you took it. Oh, your aunt takes it too. I'm not. Oh, so now, in my food bank, yeah. enough people take it yeah. and they don't feel shit. Yeah. Oh, Danielle gets it. Oh, Crystal's mom yeah. gets it. Oh. Yeah. We take the bag of shopping. It's food. There's no shame to our game. That's our problem. The shame thing. Who are you to have shame? Think about what I just said. Who are you to have shame? Shame of what? Who are you embarrassed for? What are you? I'm confused. What are you? Who are you? Some superhuman to not be shamed. What's the problem here? But I think that a lot of that for myself, that comes from growing up. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times... As young men of color coming from where we come from, can't speak for all, no. but I know for myself, it's that pride that mm-hmm. I want to be the man. I don't want to beg for anything. The mm-hmm. man doesn't ask. And you've been taught that. Exactly that. My dad didn't teach exactly me that, that shit. That's what it is. But I wouldn't even say, because my dad wasn't even around, so mm-hmm. my dad didn't teach me that either. Mm-hmm. The society, that. society taught me there that. There you go. Our teachers saying? be in the road and society Done us dirty. Yeah. It, 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 it covered us up. It, Having it, pride in all the wrong things. All the wrong things, mm-hmm. dog. You can hug your brothers, you know. You can tell a man, oh, man, you don't look like help and support, you know, man. I ain't been feeling too strong today. We touched a little bit on, a little bit on you. Touched Talk a little bit me. on you about, I don't know, the pandemic, all of this sort of stuff and yeah. whatnot. So a question I want to ask you. So looking at the current climate, everything that's gone on in the last two years and whatnot, if you could choose yourself, if you could choose, let me think, what one should I use? Mm-hmm. All right, weather. Uh, weather to describe yourself. So we're looking at everything that's gone on. What weather would you choose and why? So any form of weather. So it can be from any season to... Brother, my things, I told you already, if I talk, people are not going to like me, I talk different, man. My season's raining. Why? Yeah. Because everyone don't act foolish when it's raining. Everyone just goes to work and shuts up. Or complains about the weather. When it's sunny, everyone turns full. You start mm. talking about park, you start talking about events, you start talking about Fam, you got no money. Mm. It never changed yesterday till today. The weather changed, not, nothing happened changed in your life. What are you talking about? Mm. People are like nuts, bruv, when it gets sunny. I like the rain. It yeah. makes me keep working. Like yeah. I like lockdown. Yeah. I was just working. People just complaining, I'm working. I'm thinking, brother, this is the time I needed. I needed them. I wanted the world to stop so I can catch up. Because I got bare work to do. Yeah, that's what happened. The world stopped. I started learning Spanish. I started doing exercise. I started eating better. I started oh, I opened two companies. Yeah, I've done stuff. But again, I'm humiliated. So I'm different to people. So a lot of people will pick sunshine. A lot of people will pick, I don't know. But I actually don't mind the rain because it's like the weekend. I don't like the weekend. Same thing. <laughs> Weekend, everyone's gonna stop working. You know, I'm gonna phone you. You're gonna do my you're down the pub. You do my you're at this, you're at this event and that. Like, brother, hell. Touched on failure, right? You said no, you don't fail. You haven't failed. No. Is that is that that drive that wanting to work? Because a lot of it seems like you want to work. You want to be grafting. You want to keep yourself time busy. Is, time, time is precious. You never know when you're gonna die. And that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. And it's dead serious. Time is precious. 
and you never know when you're going to die. So what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Like if you knew when you was going to die, I promise you, 100,000, 50,000, million percent, you're going to act different. Mm-hmm. But you don't know when you're going to die. So why are you not acting different, dog? <laughs> That's me. Every single day, every single minute, I want to work, I want to do stuff. And last question I'm going to ask you. So if you could, no, not instead of the last question. I'm not the last question. So I was reading that you won a couple of awards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what were they about? So I won a few awards and I'm really grateful for them. Mm -hmm. But I told you what my awards are, what my awards really are. No, no, you don't have to get into that. I wasn't wasn't trying to No, I'm not talking about when when people walk past me and say, Ryan, you Dexter Sims, Ryan, keep doing other good work. And that's my awards. I love when people appreciate the good energy I'm trying to put out, the good messages, the, the role model stuff, showing people it's possible. You know, when I was telling people I was an entrepreneur, people was calling it unemployed. Yeah. So for me to win a certificate that now says entrepreneur of the year, you now believe it exists. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I won a few awards. I won a community leadership award. Um, I can't remember the awards I was actually with that one. That was in 2018. 2018 also, I came second. This is when I actually thought, let me go for an award. I went for the Creative Business Award. I went, for the, I went to the Creative Business Awards in 2018 for just a random feeling of, we try and go for an award, yeah, innit? Yeah. Rip out my little thing. They invited me for an interview. Oh, okay, let's go for an award. You get me? Went to the award show, dressed up and that. You get me? And I got highly commended, which is second in um, Entrepreneur Year. And they said to me, oh, really, really. but one of them said to me, oh, why didn't you go for community of the year? And I hear me. Brother, the way she said it to me, I thought, oh, why didn't I? You sound like you would have just made me win. Yeah. You get me? So anyway, next year, and I, I like that experience. You get me? I'm going to go for a couple of, oh, this one and this one. This one. You get me? Brother, I went for the community one and I didn't win. So when it came up and it didn't win, I didn't even come like second or third. I, was thinking, I think I might come third, actually. Commended. I was like, oh, set me up in there. Yeah, I was going to win it. Like, yeah. <laughs> then they said, ah, oh. they said, they said commended. And they say highly commended. And then they say the winner, innit? So you see when they say commended and highly commended of entrepreneur, I was thinking, right, they proper damn me dirty, yeah, you get me? Yeah. They didn't make me win community thing. And then they got to this, and then they said, yeah, entrepreneur of the year, Dexter Simpson said, raw, 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 serious. <laughs> fam, I was like panicking. Long and short, I got up. Fam, on my life, I can blow my trumpet, fam. I smashed the shit out of this speech. It must have just came from my soul. I smashed it so much. Every single person in the whole place was always, all through the rest of the night, was talking about my speech. But I don't know, it just came out. I was excited. Fam, I was there talking to someone. I remember at the table, I was standing over their table. Then they started announcing some next-ish. I thought the awards were finished. Now, apparently, this award is out of everyone who's got nominated, gets nominated for this award, the main award. Yeah. But when they started talking, I'm ignoring it. And then they said, yeah, and because his speech earlier on, and I was saying, what speech earlier on is he talking? And business of the year goes to Mula. I said, what's this? What was what, this? What's this? What? Everyone started clapping. It was all mad. I got up there. I was stuttering. 
I didn't have a good speech to say. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what this one is. Yeah. They said it's the biggest one it's the, amongst all the businesses in Christ. I'm saying, you lot have done me proud. <laughs> you don't <laughs> know what you've done for my life right now. You get me? Yeah. So I won that award as well, which I was very happy about. Then um, that was in October. Then unfortunately, I didn't get to live a lot of it because in December, something tragic happened in my life where I lost a family member which made a lot of my feelings just go downhill. Then come January, March, we was in lockdown. Do you know mm. what I mean? So I didn't really get to live my awards, yeah. but I'm very happy to know I received them, but also happy to know that's not my be all and end all. Do you know what I mean? This year, 2021, I have now been nominated for National Diversity Award. Oh, congratulations. Best role model. Yeah, yeah that is like... That's big. Wow, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I had to research that one. I'm yeah. thinking, right, oh, ITV and yeah, this yeah. person and that person. I'm thinking, big, whoa, big, big, okay, big. role model of the year. That's serious. Big, so big. please, let's have a little prayer on that one there. Yeah. And other than that, my rewards are also looking at my children. Like knowing... I had a conversation yesterday about the community school patrol and thinking, right, well, these children go to this school. They live in this area. This son has just finished school. I feel proud of how they are. I've just come out of this school, um, my little son's school, talking to his headmistress. The way I am as a father, mm. I don't need nobody's pattern pat back. back. Yeah. Like, it's uh, yeah. Me, I'm telling man now. This is why I said sometimes I don't even like talking about myself. Because how I actually feel about myself, it might come out wrong. But how I feel, bro, my thing's certain. I'm a serious dad. Go to the son's school, make sure I meet the teachers, make sure I meet the, the, the headmistress, the headmaster, make them know who I am, what I do, what I do in the community. You know, are better places, are better people. And looking at my seeds... I feel confidently happy and proud. Mm. You know what I mean? It's important to me, man. That's what we do this for, do you uh, know what I mean? Uh, and I'd say, last question, so i like to end it like this. Uh, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why? Animal that's, that you feel that relates to you, what animal would you be and why? So crazy, because when you said it, I actually thought it was a so weird question. But as soon as you said why, why is relate to me, I thought a chameleon. And I thought, because I adapt, bro. That's what hustlers do. Yeah. <laughs> I adapt any my environment, God. any situation. Oh my God. <laughs> you get me? Absolute pleasure. <laughs> yes, absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you for you, having sir. me, man. Right, Thank cool. you. 100%. Cool.